If you want to feel seen, heard, and understood, go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo. Get your 10% off now. It's like having a therapist in your own pocket. There are just times where I want to talk to somebody at 3 a.m. in the morning or 2 p.m. in the afternoon. BetterHelp.com has therapists throughout the world, international. So you don't have to have just one. You could have two therapists, one in in different time zones, especially if you travel as much as I do. So go to BetterHelp.com forward slash Leo and get your 10% off now. Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk about gratitude, how gratitude gets rid of the attitude. And I know I've, I've done episodes on gratitude before, and you've heard of it before, but it's so beautiful when you talk about a thing and then you get to incorporate the thing. I've, and I'm sure you've had this, tell me if you've had this before, where you have an idea for something, there's something you want to do, something you want to explore or try, and people poo-poo your idea. They, they thumbs down it, or they say it's ridiculous or dumb or stupid or it's a waste of time. And so it, it, they don't support you, don't give you motivation, and it kills your drive to do it. So you end up not doing it or you half-heartedly do it. And then you discover that they then do it. I give an example. I was talking about writing a book and some people close to me were like, nah, you know, there's no need for you to write a book and that's ridiculous and thumbs downing it. And then I find out they're writing a book and I was like, okay. And I, I, was, I felt angry. I felt betrayed. I was enraged. Um, I was bewildered, right? It's, I don't even know what bewildered, I don't know the difference between bewildered and confused, but I was, I was shocked. And then I said, you know what? I am grateful that they are writing a book because then that validates my initial instinct to write a book, right? I've been wanting to write a book forever. I've been talking about it. I'm always in the throes of writing a book. And drop, I, I promise you, I dropped down to my knees and I was just like, I'm so grateful that they're writing a book. I'm so grateful that it validates my idea of writing a book. And it also reaffirmed that I have to do things for me. It, it can't be for how other people view it. It can't be for the accolades or the rewards or the pats on the back or because I'm going to get something out of it necessarily. It's, I'm doing it for the sake of wanting to do it. I just want to do it. When, when I was a baby and I was crawling around and I was trying to stand, I wasn't trying to stand for an award or a pat on the back. I was trying to stand because I, I saw other, you know, partly because I saw other people doing it, but be, because I, I enjoyed the challenge. It was fun. I would stand and fall back down. And, and then, you know, you just keep trying to find that new version of, crawling to walk right and so for me writing a book is you know like I've done this podcast for a while this is wonderful and and to me it's like so now the podcasting is the crawling and writing a book would be the walking you know and I I really want to double down on this idea of 
gratitude. I've always said gratitude gets rid of the attitude. Because when we're not in gratitude, it, it really could lead to suicidal ideations, right? When we look at like the causes of suicide, they're really complex. And, you know, they can include feelings of uh, feeling overwhelmed, grief, isolation, lack of social support. You know, in my case, uh, it was that I felt a lack of social support, discrimination, intolerable emotional pain, stress, and feeling trapped and hopeless. In psychological terms, suicide represents the buildup of uncontrolled toxic negative thinking, while gratitude represents the opposite end of the spectrum towards positivity. You know, and this is coming from an article in the, the National Library of Medicine, National Center for Biotechnology Information, uh, printed out in 2022, right? And so the, there are so many uh, preventative effects of, of gratitude where uh, gratitude is the tendency to recognize and respond with grateful emotion to the roles of other people's benevolence in the positive experiences and outcomes that one obtains and is negatively correlated to suicidal thoughts and suicide attempts. Wow, I mean, that's just powerful right there right it, it it serves as a protective role because it generates meaning belonging hope appreciation and positivity uh, in world war ii uh, concentration camp survivor dr victor frankel wrote the impulse for suicide could be overcome if one can find meaning in one's life this is so beautiful. It's so powerful. It's not in a pill. It's not in a drug. It's not in something expensive or something outside of you. Gratitude is known to be a buffer against the risk factors of hopelessness and depressive symptoms, which can often lead to suicidal ideation and behavior, right? So it's a, it's a buffer. And no one, I'm not saying that gratitude is the only thing that we need. Like, if I just have gratitude, if I just show appreciation and positivity and generate meaning, then I'm done. That's not what I'm saying. Um, because the other part is once you get into that space of gratitude, now I can communicate with my with people in my life who I didn't feel were supporting me at the time in a way that's not attacking them in a way that is collaborating with them and but also expressing the hurt without it being aggressive or passive just feeling heard right so we get into that space of gratitude before we get into that space of communication outwardly so we're coming from a place of love and then also, it allows us to approach our work and deeds uh, it, feeling more present so we're not stuck in the past and we're not thinking about the future. It really helps to ground us in the now, right? Um, there are three psychological conceptions of gratitude. The first is a moral effect. Gratitude is an emotion associated with the felt experience of awe. 
people respond with gratitude and other people behave in a way that promotes the beneficiary's well-being. How It's beautiful, right? Uh, and then a second conception of gratitude is as an effective trait, an aspect of personality. A trait describes a quality or characteristic that typically belongs to a person. A person with a gratitude trait has a generalized tendency to recognize and respond with grateful emotion to the role of other people's benevolence and positive experiences and outcomes, right? And I see this a lot in my mom, where my mom is always showing gratitude for what's happening in her life and for not just what's happening in her life, but she's grateful for what other people are doing in their lives. So, for example, if you see a couple walking down the street holding hands, then to give gratitude, like, I'm so grateful that they are sharing this time together with themselves, that they're holding hands, that they're going for a stroll, that they are moving in unison. Like, gratitude doesn't just have to be for us. You know, it could be for other people and their experiences. I'm so grateful that you got that job promotion and that now you can, you know, take your family on that vacation. I'm so grateful that you're exercising because now you can play with your kids um, on the floor without any pain, right? So we can generate gratitude for other people's experiences and what that can do for them. And then the third conception of, uh, of gratitude becomes, gratitude then becomes part of a wider life orientation towards noticing and appreciating the positive in the world, which is basically uh, what I just discussed. A life filled with gratitude evokes appreciation, understanding of individual differences, awe, focus on what a person has, and being in the present moment, understanding the impermanence of life and making positive social comparisons. So I really like this last part, making positive social comparisons. Um, a lot of times we'll make a negative social comparison, like they have more than I do, they're doing better than I can, and and I, I'm guilty of this. I was at a show, and this comedian was on stage. He was so great, this guy Andy Woodle, W-O-O-D-H-U-L-L, very funny guy. And I'm I'm just, I'm really in awe. I'm like, wow, the way he can command the stage, his stream of consciousness, the he was clean. He was taking these really small things that happen in our everyday lives and really blowing them up into something grander and so funny and, and, and to these hilarious moments. I was just I was like jealous and I felt I felt like I was a horrible comedian. I felt like I'm not writing enough, I'm not performing enough, I'm not doing enough. But when I look back at it, if I was in gratitude and making positive social comparisons, I would have noticed that we both command the stage in similar ways, that we both find hilarity in the mundane, that we're both storytellers, that we both lean towards the clean side of comedy. So I would have been making positive social comparisons if I was in a space of gratitude but I wasn't in a space of gratitude at the time. But that's what's beautiful. The last thing I'll say about gratitude is that 
we can receive social benefits from gratitude when we express it openly. It's not just about writing in our journal what we're grateful for, saying it in our heads, to outwardly and openly express to the world gratitude. And you can do this by posting on um, people's uh, Facebook comment section of, wow, I'm so grateful that you know you're able to graduate or a congratulations or you know sending somebody a text or calling someone or writing someone a letter, a letter of gratitude to someone. So many people love that. According to the American philosopher Adam Smith, gratitude opens the doors of reciprocity, prompts humans to, to reward each other, and binds people together in a society. Gratitude drives social equilibrium. So if you're feeling lonely and isolated and like you're not really building a connection, express gratitude to more people. Try, you know what, 10, just 10, 10 people today, or, you know, whether it's a text message, an email, making a phone call, call strangers, call enemies. Like, you know, I just want to say I'm so grateful for our friendship. It, it's, there are times where I'm feeling X, Y, and Z, and I think about something you said to me, and I'm just super grateful for it. I'm grateful that I know you. I'm grateful that uh, you serve to inspire me. I'm, I'm grateful that I have somebody that I can call or shoot pool with, or I'm, I'm grateful for that dinner we had last night. That's, you know, that's really one of the most powerful ways of gratitude is if you spend some time with people, you know, at a dinner or a function on Monday, to then hit them up Tuesday and say, hey, I'm really grateful for our conversation last night. That was fun. It was rewarding. I like that we talked about X, Y, and Z, because that also gives you then a chance to replay it and reinforce it. So now that the next time you two meet, you come together, that they're going to up the ante on whatever you were grateful for the first time. You know, it's kind of like when, you know, your mom or your parents said, if you cry, give you something to cry about. Well, the opposite is true. If you're grateful for something, I'll give you something to be grateful about. So when we outwardly show gratitude towards people and we're specific you know, when I say specific, I don't mean just a thank you. I mean, hey, I'm really grateful that you did X because that allowed me to do Y and and feel Z, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm looking, and then to be like, I'm looking forward to more of those uh, shared experiences kind of deal. That's how you drive it up. That's how you keep it going. And that's how other people feel seen, heard, and understood also, which goes back to prompting humans to reward each other. The reward we always think about it as being financial or a promotion or something like that, but really is just that feeling seen, heard, and understood, and, and also supported. It, it really binds us together. So find ways in your life in which you can show um, gratitude today, because it really is a deeper. It really is deeper and it's emotional and it acknowledges dependence. It acknowledges dependence and elicits humility. And, and that's important because a lot of times we like to think we're so independent, which then leads us to isolation because we don't ask for help because we're so independent, right? But gratitude calls forth an openness and engagement with the broader community. Thank you for tuning in. To another episode of Before You Kill Yourself, 
with your host Leo Flowers. I'll link to that. I'll link to that article in the show notes um, that I derived this episode from. And uh, you know, but remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling to get help. Call the nine eight eight or any of the international numbers. You can talk, chat, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.